All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Tea Time. It is Wednesday the 11th, 325, 2023, except October. Gang, gang. Um, <laughs> today I have with me yeah. Matthew. Welcome back, Matthew. Hey, hey, how you doing? Um, so, like, let's get right down to brass tacks. So, Israel, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I think, um, so I'll, like, phrase it the way and how I talk to everyone about it. Um, obviously this is a long time coming right like mm. this is like mm. the uh the big push that everyone's been talking about uh occurring um uh you know obviously extremely sad with everything that's going on and stuff like that yeah uh, i mean we could uh, i guess like let's get it get it out of the way at the beginning of like it sucks that a lot of these innocent people are being yeah, killed yeah, and raped and yeah. held hostage and the whole situation is ter- like the yeah. loss of life and just yeah, the human tragedy going on. Yeah, it's not good. Sucks. No, but no. for the sake of conversation, that's kind of in yeah, the way. Yeah, no, <laughs> so. no, no, no one wants to talk about like you know that just like talking about this disparity stuff. Like I guess yeah. the thing to talk about is uh, who's at fault, right? Yeah. Like, um, and I'll say the Israeli government uh, for the most part. Mm. Um, the big issue, like obviously, this isn't to absolve Palestine of any guilt, um, or like Hamas or Fatah or um, pa- Palestinian Liberation Organization. Mm-hmm. It's none of those. Um, it's just that, like the way the Israeli government, particularly, has handled things since the Second Intifada, which you know, big uprising that happened in Israel mm-hmm. um, in like the early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, has just been negligent and has. Um, emboldened Hamas as well as their uh, Hezbollah advisors and even like some would say controllers in a lot of ways. So are they because what I had heard was it was around 2001 that they were trying to do a sort of uh, like two state system where they're like all right, Gaza and West Bank you guys are your own country sort of thing go ahead and elect whoever you want and then they had a pre-existing party who is like normal, but they were corrupt, and so the other option was Hamas. Yes, Hamas got elected. The U.S. and the yeah. Israelis were like, "No fucking way," because yeah. they hate Israel. And then it was like, "All right, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Well, forget this whole state thing. Never mind. You picked wrong. Yeah. Go so, fuck yourself. so let's like. Uh, I think that there's like some misconceptions here. So first off, um, that like corrupt organization Fatah. Mm. Um, the they Israel- were the, the opposite besides Hamas. Correct. Was yeah. Hamas. So like okay. they're formally the Palestinian Liberation Organization, like mm. the real hard hitters okay. of the uh, Palestinian uh, resistance days. That like you know a lot of older people might remember of like the plane hijackings mm. um, killing all those Israeli athletes in uh, the Berlin Olympics right like all these different things right? I have not heard of any of that oh, but yeah. I sh- I sh- I'm sure I should yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> look up a uh, black September uh, okay. it's like a, a good example of it but um, okay so I guess the best way to like say it is um, the Israeli government did not want Fatah to win in Gaza, mm. and they financed Hamas um, to uh, prevent them from winning and uh, having consolidated um, West Bank and Gaza because the West Bank is run by Fatah underneath Abbas, mm. um, and then uh, of course, as we know, Gaza is ran by Hamas, mm. like um, this like you know Islamic militancy group, whereas Fatah is like a Arab socialist party sort of kind of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to tell. What they are today they're kind of like a puppet of the israeli government in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like um <laughs> there's just like a lot of bizarre stories about them like the israelis will tell them to stop doing things and they just they just stop and it's like you know if you're a palestinian how are you feeling about that your government's like just folding to the people that you hate the most yeah so um but yeah no i, I guess like the um, like some examples of uh, the israelis not doing a good enough job to prevent this right is um a couple of things so i, I want to preface a lot of people also like say I'm trying to rid the Palestinians of agency. I'm not. Um, the reason why I always put more uh, 
uh, more of like a, a grip on the Israelis in this particular situation is because they just have the infrastructure and they are primarily the chief decision maker in all Palestinian affairs in a lot of mm -hmm. ways, right? Because the final green light does not go to the Palestinians, it goes to the Israelis, right? Because, mm -hmm. like, you know, they're the ones that manage the security for the most part of these regions. Yeah, they have the guns, so it's like, uh, they money. Much. So they have the onus, like, of, um, you know, kind of doing all these things. Mm -hmm. So um, the big one that a lot of people have talked about is um, how the Netanyahu Lakhud government has been kind of going on and on. Um, ignoring the Palestinians uh, and like some of the uh, demands they have so like one of the big demands they have is um, this entire thing that happened from the 67 war which is the water rights so the Israelis have signed this thing that makes it so the Arabs can't uh, like extract more water from like certain areas and stuff like that mm -hmm. without Israeli approval and the approval process uh, it's pretty negligent, right? Like uh, they, they kind of ding everything up, so they make it so um, almost all the water that is like not uh, organically harvested from the land that's approved uh, is bought through the largest Israeli uh, water company, right? Mm -hmm. So the Netanyahu government uh, under the Hichud has been like kind of just uh, <laughs> ignoring this to pursue allies with um, the Arab neighbors. Like I'm sure you remember normalization with the UAE, right? Mm -hmm. Normalization which they're trying to head towards with the Saudi Arabian government, etc. Um, and the Netanyahu government, I think, was um, convinced that they could ignore all of this by just going with the Arabs, uh, Arab states, and saying, hey, look, you know, we have this to offer and stuff like that. And um, I think that fomented into kind of like a deeper re resentment and even like a military plan that was made by Hamas that we see now, right, mm -hmm. to attack the Israeli state. So that's number one. Number two, um, the uh, Lahoud government has avoided signs of uh, attack. So um, one of the big things that I'm sure you heard about recently was that they were warned by the Egyptian uh, mm -hmm. security services of impending attack. And then on top of that, uh, the Shin Bet commander, uh, Israeli Homeland Security, um, had a, <laughs> uh, he had warned um, the Israeli uh, cabinet for the prime minister that uh, there's like a chance that like more of these like attacks could happen in the future and we should uh, give Palestinian like demands more consideration mm. and um, apparently a cabinet member said uh, you know like we don't need this deep state left-wing ideology in the cabinet anymore mm. or something like that very like American sounding mm. almost um, and as a result of that it was ignored so that's number two right like these like this is like once again like a pattern of them kind of just uh, not caring or like mm. not remembering and stuff like that um, and then number three was um, this one's like kind of like unverified so I'm gonna like preface that was um, pulling off some troops off of the Gaza border um, I'm sure as you noticed they overran those outposts relatively quickly and mm. they just killed everyone inside it's kind of like a consequence of those decisions. I had know? heard that that was in order to put more people on the West Bank where they were establishing settlements that were illegal and that were kind of encroaching it, yeah, on the West so, Bank's territory. So people will say this, um, but in the past, whenever the Israeli state has done it, like in the early 2000s, they would just like call up reservists to fill the ranks of those areas. Mm -hmm. um, there were reservists there, but they didn't have like any active duty hard-hitting guys mm -hmm. to like accommodate them for the most part, and they just routed and ran away. Uh, just Do you think they so. left it open on purpose? Is um, that what you're I, I'm not saying that. Um, not, not outright, or like you're uh, not saying that. Actually. You, you know, 
Because, I mean, we could play with... I've played with that theory a little bit. I'm wait and see right now. Um, But I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. It is, especially considering, like, I've heard some comments made about, like, they're funding Hamas because they are a problem. Yeah, so, like, um, there's, like, this uh, thing... uh, There's this, like, kind of shithead professor that's talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like him that much, but he gets some things right. His name is Normal Finkelstein. He's, like, a Jew that... um, Finkelstein. Yeah, he he hates Israel. Uh, Really? Just despises. Yeah, he, like, thinks that they're, like, everything that's wrong um, Uh with, like... He doesn't like the fact that they use the Holocaust as, like, a a cause to like build yeah it's the kind state. of a, like we could do whatever we yeah, want yeah 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 um because he lost like his entire family in the holocaust or mm-hmm. something like that so anyway um he kind of talks about how this uh it's like a modus of misery right where if you embolden this uh terrorist state that is gaza right mm-hmm. it actively legitimizes your security agenda um yeah and can like build up like uh more of the decisions you want to make especially to get rid of the palestinian people which i i think is like fair to say is like a Lahoud goal. Um, like uh, the conservatives, as far as I know, don't really like them that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result of that, um, kind of like uh, have a deep state, deep stated uh, animosity towards them. Towards the Palestinians or towards Hamas? Towards the Palestinians. Okay. Yeah, I think like they're like a more ethnic party when it comes to like mm-hmm. uh, like ethno supremacy. So like they they really believe in like yeah we have to like be the only people here you know like um they're definitely yeah i think there is a component of like it's not just about the government it's like because they don't just want a jewish state as like you know like oh we have israel this is a state here the land of the jews it's like we want jews in the state that's all we because i had heard um like they don't like christians either well i heard it like they thought about just taking over like the west bank or taking over palestine and then incorporating all the people who live there all the palestinians into israel but it's like then they wouldn't have a majority no, of control correct. if you made all the arab citizens yeah. and they were like well we, yeah. we want the jews to be in control yeah, like we, we don't want to lose elections we don't want the uh, arab list which is the uh, prominent arab party mm-hmm. uh, or group of parties in uh, israel we don't want them to like have a uh, main plan control over everything so it's definitely like something that's like i think in the mind of a lot of them and keep in mind they're also like a party of instigation like um the worst thing is what's I guess kind of started the second intifada was when Ariel Sharon, a prime minister of Israel at the time, mm-hmm. was advised by his security cabinet not to uh, walk up into this, the Temple Mount, you know, this mm-hmm. holy uh, place for these uh, Muslims and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, he had uh, television cameras uh, following him the entire way as he stepped into it. Yeah, uh, I saw so that it like, happened like what last year, late last year, maybe early this yeah. year. Uh, there was, um, well, that was when they sent the, the troops in mm-hmm. um, to like clear them out for some fucking bizarre reason. Like, um, well, I heard they had like, um, like locked themselves in and barricaded yeah, themselves like, in. I, it's just like the, the, but it's like we don't need that. The heavy-handed nature of how they like operate mm. like is like it just takes no consideration for the effects it will cause thereafter right like yeah i mean it, you could see that i guess with the just their response to the current attack is yeah. like very much like and don't get me wrong the palestinian attack was definitely a devastating yeah. one but uh the hamas attack rather but you can see that the amount of like injured is already on the on the palestinian side is already like way more like double yeah. that of the israelis and this is only we're only a couple days in the thing i want to preface like obviously the israeli state has to act now and like it has to bomb like gaza mm-hmm. right like anybody that says otherwise i think it's like an ideologue in a lot of cases mm-hmm. they don't really know how these things work 
Um, like, why do you why do you say that? Well, so like the way it works, right? Is there's no like real conception of morality and like um, foreign policy. Yeah, we talked right? about that last yeah. time. It, like, it's interesting, and we'll go into that. Yeah, but, yeah. so like um, the Israeli state is subservient to an electorate, right? Mm-hmm. And that electorate demands a retaliation towards the attacks mm-hmm. or the attacker's nation, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, are forced to engage in uh, these um, these bombing campaigns to uh, strike these Palestinian targets. Yeah, they got to save face. They look like pussies. Well, yeah, and they get un- <laughs> they get unelected, right? And exactly. Yeah, yeah like, uh, I don't want some bitch who's not going to no, attack. Uh, like they want the guy who's like, "You slap me, no, we're going to destroy you." Every political foundation, even if it's like a dictatorship, they always have a constituency, right? Like the, the big example I always bring up with this is like in North Korea with like Kim Jong Un, right? Mm. What is the number one goal of the North Korean state? Do you know? Take back Korea. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, reunify the peninsula. Yeah. Right. If they said that we're no longer going to do this, what do you think would happen to Kim Jong-un? He'd be out. He'd be out, right? Because they can't be fine. He still has constituents from like the military officership in the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you still have these people that you are somewhat beholden to, right? Uh, whether it's communicated or not, mm-hmm. there's still this active element in communication, uh, silent or verbal, that's happening between these actors at all times. And as a result of that, it forces action, right? Mm-hmm. There's like this big game that's being played at all times. And a player cannot decide to say, I do not want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they can never play again. That's, I guess, the, kind of like the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, no, it does make sense, um, the need for Israeli response, I guess. And, you know, we can say, oh, the attack was... a. L- Mm. It's conspiratorial to say like, oh, it was allowed. Yeah, I don't, I, but, I don't, I don't and, know if it's yeah. there. But I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised, like because these it's definitely has- a result of their actions to a certain extent. Like the situation yeah. happened because Correct. of, in part, the like, actions of the Israeli policy, state. Yeah, yeah like um, just uh, disregarding certain elements of yeah. the problem at the first place. Well, if, what I find interesting, and it's kind of. I guess it's similar to the Ukraine issue, just kind of tying all the current wars together. (laughs) Um, But uh, what I found is, and I'm not siding with one side or the other, but like both sides have reasons. Yeah. It's never like one side's like, we're evil, we're just going to go kill everybody because we hate everybody. It's like, oh no, our lives are sucked. Our our lives suck. We're being subjugated to like a bullshit regulate. You're not helping Mm -hmm. us at all. Like, you know, people call it an open air prison. So we're going to elect the guys who are going to go and take it back and blow you guys up. And Mm -hmm. then the other side is like, these fucking assholes are like a thorn in our side. We don't want to have to deal with them. We want all the land. And rather than appeasing them, why don't we just fucking make their lives miserable and destroy them? And it's. Like, all right, I get both of them. Like, I understand. Especially yeah. if I was Israeli, I'd be like, yeah, fuck the Palestinians. Yeah, like, I get mean, the fuck like, out of here. The, like I've said, right, like, the, the best way to put it, I always say, is um, uh, both sides must fight, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, the, the, the peaceful solution time is over, right? Because neither side can afford a peaceful solution politically, yeah. right? Like, um, it's just not going to happen because of all the different um, externalities that are involved, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have the loss of life on both sides that is exorbitant. You have um, like a history of repression mm-hmm. from like a major state outlet like Israel, right? You have a history of outright terrorism from a state like or from like um, a group like Hamas, mm-hmm. right? And like Palestinian Liberation Organization, even, right? So all this culminates into this big fight that I'm talking about. Yeah, and I think that um, in a lot of ways, this war is going to be a war of existence, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, whoever wins. Uh, I think uh, it's going to knock out a lot of the other's population in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it is kind of like, 
Israel now has the prerogative to go and take back the Gaza Strip and just Correct. annex it, rather and, than and having the, it as a dual state. And the Palestinians have the prerogative to resist. That's yeah, like uh, the best it's, way to put it. An existential threat. Correct. At this point, uh, this is like the greatest threat that's posed not to a political organization only, but also I, I would wager to people. Right? Like yeah. the, I mean, the Israeli state um, has a a history of being indiscriminate uh, <laughs> and it's and its attacks. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, especially now, given the way the pal- the the Hamas went and you know the children and the elderly that they've killed, they're now like, yeah, yeah. we we're gonna go and kill everybody <laughs> like, now. There's like, like a time in the I think it was like 2006 or in the 80s. It was one of the, their invasions of Lebanon where like when they had finally left, they still bombed it. <laughs> just as like a fuck you, like yeah, like it's just like they like. They, they called Ariel Sharon the butcher of Beirut for a reason, right? Like, just just went in and did that. They also, like, assisted um, Lebanese Christian militia hmm. by giving them intelligence on where Palestinian refugee camps were so they could mass murder them and hmm. stuff like that, right? So, like, the civilian consideration is definitely not part and parcel of the Israeli state apparatus. Hmm. Like, I don't think it really has necessarily ever been like a lot of people tell you well you know they do this roof knocking or they send out mass texts to like you know let people know the bombings are going to happen mm-hmm. and it's like yeah sure i mean but like when actual real deal conflict is happening that consideration goes out the window right mm-hmm. and this can be said for any state granted right like the united yeah. states is you know no exception. Oh, we, yeah we have blood on yeah. our hands just like everybody else does yeah yeah but like i mean just to like pretend that israel israel is different like a lot of these prager you types like to say that a lot they like released a video on how israel's the most moral army in the world i i just don't believe it like i think the most moral army in the world is like probably the swiss army mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh the irish army yeah or something like that. Maybe more so the Swiss Army because they haven't really been in a war in the last Yeah, I mean, years. the Irish still had, like, car bombs going on. Well, I mean, that, 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 that was the IRA. And I'm talking, like, the either Republic of Ireland Army. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I don't they, know anything They only that. do United Nations missions. Uh, so, like, you know, relatively good. You know, yeah. not, not causing a lot of issues. But anyway. Okay. I digress. Um, well, no, but it is very... It's curious because I'm reading this book. Um, this is Jordan Peterson book, so yeah, shout out. Um, but in one of his one of his examples, he he talks about like uh, lobsters fighting. So even as Jordan yeah, Peterson I, I, as possible, I'm very aware of this this part of. But it, like the the way he described like laying out the system of one lobster has something, the other one will come up, and there is a a, a posturing phase yeah. of like you know if one is blatantly bigger than the other one then the small one capitulates yeah. you get out of the way and, and then okay maybe if they're about the same size yeah. it's still like 50-50 maybe depending on the posing one will leave mm-hmm. but if it is so essential that they that both of them need this territory that's when it results to actual fighting yeah. and it is so it's avoided because of the risk like both of them are going to make sacrifices right both lobsters are going to end up getting hurt yeah. this. and it's like states countries are just like this yeah where yeah. like you know you see that and especially it's like the war began years ago right with just the actions or at least the war the 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 stage was being set oh, yeah, for it, the war it started with the foundation of the israeli state yeah yeah, yeah. it's very yeah it's very existence yeah. is, is for many people a prerogative for, to, yeah. to wage war Correct. so but it, it's very interesting to see that now we are at the point where you know diplomacy is not an option 
and yeah. and both people both sides actually kind of need to fight like yeah. this is this is the most i guess efficient option correct well i, I want to say and, efficient I, I don't like to use that terminology i just I mean, think if, it is yeah. it, it is like the only option on the table that's like the best way to put it like um peaceful consideration is politically impossible now until one side incurs enough losses right mm-hmm. like um uh, like in all wars, right? A white peace can be signed, basically designating like a surrender, right? In the mm-hmm. in virtue of all the casualties that have been taken. But, but you can't surrender at the beginning of the war. Absolutely not. No, I mean, like you have this population that's ramped up and ready to go on mm-hmm. both sides of the aisle, and um, yeah, like someone's gonna have to win and someone's gonna have to lose. Uh, Dang. So there's no, there's no turning to the other cheek in this in a situation I mean, like it's this. It's just not the way nations work. Like, I mean, it's not the way people work. You kill my family. I, I, it's like I, I, there's I, no forgiveness. You know, I think I think there's more individual examples than state examples, right? Like with states, like you just have so much at stake, right? Like you have entire populations at mm-hmm. stake, right? The history of your country, um, just like the not even the history like just the state's existence right is like far more than what any individual can experience because like you know you always have those feel-good stories of individuals like saying i forgive you to a guy that like ran their son over with an ice cream truck or something Mm -hmm. like that right but you're never going to have like a state say i forgive you after like a bomb goes off in their country well i mean it's it's an average of individual sentiments and you're like you are never going to have an average sentiment of we forgive you unless it's a very minor thing and it's a very moral well, yeah, population sure. or what have you sure, sure. but by and large with humans it's like when you sum it up how do you think the palestinians feel you're going to get a vast majority yeah. if you go to any palestinian sure. they're going to be like fuck them yeah, and for same sure. thing for the israelis they're no, be like yeah. they attacked us. of course we're gonna yeah like I, I feel bad like um i've talked to a lot of palestinian people recently that like i know i went to school with and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i'm not one of these people that's going to be like a lot of the guys on social media that are like Oh, you know, like they're like all barbarians. I don't think that's true. I think that these are yeah. um, at large people that are forced into a corner. Like, I'm, yeah, like, the people at the end of the day. Yeah, like uh, look, this is the thing I've always said, right? The Israelis put the Palestinians into a zoo, and they are surprised they act like animals, mm. right? Like, it's just yeah. I, I mean, that, that's good the con- <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that, that's the con- um. that's the consequence of Israeli policy with making this. I think that, I think a lot of the the chapters get it right. It's an open air prison, man. Like, yeah. It's so hard to get out. Like the Egyptians don't let you out. To get out of it with like um, the correct paperwork is still a big pain in the ass. Just mm-hmm. to get the paperwork in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, you're surrounded by both Israeli airstrikes and Islamic militants that those airstrikes are targeting. Right. So yeah, it's a nightmare. I feel really bad for them. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess it is sort of a wait and see at this point of yeah. like you know, it's no mystery why this happened. Yeah. Except for maybe how the Israeli intelligence allowed this particular attack. Oh yeah, to that's that's the big question that everyone um, should be asking right now. But I mean, that's not something that's going to come out with until you know a long investigation <laughs> yeah, is going to happen, sure. and there's going to be plenty of conjecture between now and then. Yeah. Um, but sort of, I guess that feeding into my kind of doomsday perspective <laughs> we were talking about on the way here. Yeah. Um, the way I see it, I think this is sort of like one of the dominoes falling. <laughs> I really, um, and again, you know, not to be doomsday, but like Ukraine's happening, right? We have, yeah. it's like all the axis is evil. Is every, all of the <coughs> engines are starting at once. Okay. Yeah. It's like, well, who's next besides, you know, who are our enemies? Yeah. You know, the Russia, China, Iran, yeah. 
But there is some other, like, what is Cuba going to start pulling oh, some I, shit? I, I don't know about I, that. I don't believe in the axis of evil. Stuff, well, man. I mean, say axis yeah. of evil, obviously, is a very one-sided yeah. thing. But, you know, the... The, the enemies West, of the United States. The Western versus the Eastern. Sure, sure. Collectives. Yeah, uh, the blocks. Yeah. yeah. You know who's friends, who's enemies. Uh, yeah, correct. So, yeah. it's, I mean, besides China... Who else is there that's going to start some shit? Iran. Well, I mean, you could say Iran, and many are people already pointing to Iran as kind of the I mean, they, are, they kind of egg this on. Right? Yeah, and I think some people are doing that because they're just like, they're they're foaming at the mouth to go after Iran. Yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, we finally have a yeah, reason, yeah, like, even though it's not fun. really a reason yet. Yeah. But it's kind of, it's like hinting at a reason, yeah. or, you know, half a reason. So, um, you know, we could see something else happen with it to further against Iran. Yeah. But... Uh, the only thing I see left to start the engine is is Taiwan happening. Yeah, and I think personally, I think the shit's gonna happen next year. I think the the twenty twenty four election is going to be when the the America is at its weakest point. Yeah, and I think China's gonna start then. Maybe it's gonna be a mistake because that could really unify us. Yeah, but I think well, I don't know. It is gonna be like we are gonna be so distracted with well, all that bullshit going on. So. With 2024 being brought up, do you want to move on to the election? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think we're going to be our strongest when 2024 happens because Joe Biden will win the presidency. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pass the crack over here. Yeah, yeah. You're insane. You already no. know. I'm out there with Hunter right now. I, yeah. I talked to like, some Trump supporters and they're like, I think he's going to get 70% of the vote. That's crazy. And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking no. What are you talking like? No, fucking But it's, it's, you know, they're really just smelling their own farts on that kind of yeah, stuff. It's, um, it's not politically realistic. But, um, no, I mean, what, what I'm worried about is, I mean, it's it's like we have now this whole kind of shadow of the Trump situation, of the election denial That's going awesome. into it. And yeah. now we also have the, the, the indictments going on. Yeah. And that being said, to get, try and be both-sided, because obviously you're kind of a Biden stand. Of course. Um, yeah. You know, th- there's a huge American sentiment against Joe Biden. Just, I mean, one just sure. as, a, as a red, blue thing, sure. but just as a candidate. I mean, we discussed this previously, yeah. and I, I this is kind of like rattled my brain too. Like, I'll just be sitting there, I'll be like, "There's no way Matthew thinks he's not in, he's not senile." Like, I, I don't think, understand how you don't I think, think that. his mental faculties are perfect. You yeah. are so full of shit. I don't believe you at all, bro. You are but, so full of shit. Like, like I think he just has a bad sense of balance, and that's why he trips all the time. Yeah, but it's I, like I, this I, is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem, right? But you can't you can't admit that he's well, he's fucked because then it's you know well, you're conceding the, or then you at the, least have to primary him which they're not going to do why the fuck aren't they doing that because they know they know everybody knows here's the best way i could put it right so um i always tell this to my republican friends right mm. i never criticized trump for his mental health that everyone was alleging he had a problem with right mm. nor should they for joseph r biden oh, yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. Both of them are crazy, so let's not I, talk about I, I don't it. think either is crazy. It cancels like, out, really. I don't think either is crazy, bro. Like, I, I think... Bro, I think shut the <laughs> fuck up. You are, like... There's people who are going to believe you, and it's not me, man. I, I, I think Joseph R. Biden is ready to go for 2024. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Biden. Oh, who the fuck is the guy who had the stroke? Let's get him in there, too. Uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I want to say Fart- Fetterman. Fetterman. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a great senator. <laughs> I mean, he, at least he came out against Menendez. That shit was crazy. With uh, the, I mean, the yeah. case is still going on, but... Yeah, like, you know, like the, the Democrat in me wants to say, he did nothing. But no, nah, yeah, like, nah, he, he, he needs to go. Like, the, <laughs> the, the collusion with the Egypt thing is just 
freaking crazy. Hey, man. Like, you can't do that. He's no. a businessman. He's, He's got money. What, what's wrong with having money? Yeah. He also, like, just drives a wedge in, like, so many other political prospects, like normalization of relations with um, Cuba and stuff like that. He just, like, mm. blows out of the water all the time. So now it's like we wanted him gone, and now we have a reason to oh, really dude, kick him? So Is that what you're saying? Nice. Yeah, I mean, like... So I, you, I, if he I, was playing ball, you'd be like, yeah, he's not corrupt. What are you yeah, talking I, about? I, yeah, of course. I mean, that's like... <laughs> yeah, I'm not well, I mean, anything I'm going to lie to you? No. Like, I guess you play the game. I gotta give... Uh, you're not I, a uh, ideologue. Like, I, you... Look, like, obviously he has to go because he broke the law, right? That's like the... I think the thing that transcends... Like um, keeping documents when you're not supposed to have them. Uh, like in your Corvette or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, still being investigated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, whatever. It's, he just forgot. Okay. Justice like, is subjective. Everybody knows that. Thank you. Yeah. See, like it, it was his. It was his like delinquent son who did it. Okay, yeah. That's, that that's, guy's crazy. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Well, I, I'm. I'm. Look, listen, right. I do not care about his son. Like, if Hunter Biden like does anything, like uh, keys and like lock. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, he can go away. And, the connection doesn't. Doesn't. No. You don't you don't Never. care about the connection, or no. you don't believe it exists. Dude, the people said the same thing about George H. W. Bush with his son because he's smoking weed, right? Like it's like the same thing. Like it's it's. Well, I mean, there's definitely like well, connections sure. like, between the two. I don't. I mean, the drug things. One, yeah, Hunter Biden has a drug problem, but the, the, the business the, dealings and using the influence of his father. Burger. It's a nothing burger. Definitely nothing a, burger. It's a burger. It, 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 it's, it, 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 it's, it's a burger with no meat. It's right? a yeah. substantial it's a like a disruption burger. Right? right there no nah, man who knows it's not dude like i'm telling you look once again right as the commission found no guilt no findings we're safe oh yeah absolutely we definitely trust the u.s courts they get it right I, I all the time i absolutely do i trust clarence thomas of in his integrity of course, of course he's gonna Case, pursue Casey anthony innocent yeah everybody knows that everybody. baby killed itself <laughs> Suicidal baby. Like, she just like fell into the lake. Okay? Yeah, and, and wrapped herself in duct tape and put herself in a trash bag. Hey, look, you know, sometimes it's Halloween every year, right? So she just wanted to be a mom. And I don't blame Casey. Mom's got a party too. Yeah, Can't watch sure. the kid all the time. <laughs> wow. No, but seriously, like, yeah. it's 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 bad. Yeah. I think we can agree on that. Hopefully, sure, like in terms of how it looks, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I'm sad to say that I think that's the most I can get out of you. I just, it's not, you know, the juice is not worth the squeeze. I think the people can infer reality from what you're saying, ass. Oh. Um, just giant puckered asshole. Um, but okay, so you'd understand that it looks... Quote unquote, more air quotes than are possible. Like an entire shit show that's going to happen next well, year. I don't think starting this well, year. Well, in terms of the election, how it's yeah. going to be? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty, pretty violent. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I hope it's not violent. I mean, uh, well, I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's I think, the problem. I think I w- after Trumpers lose another election, uh, there's going to be like I just have freak out. Of that's all. just it. I'm not sure that they're uh, like a. Because before I, I watched a video from Peter Zion, I don't know what your opinion. I'm sure you have an opinion uh, on him. Conservative right? mogul. Uh, I don't know if I'd say he's conservative, <sighs> but he's, he's a like geopolitical strategist, YouTube guy. Geopolitical um, strategist. He's. I mean, he's on like he's he's pretty popular-ish now. Um, he's very like ah, oh, China's doomed uh, kind of guy. Um, and I thought it was. I thought Trump was a shoe in before I heard what he was saying. He said like he chose Biden as the natural winner for the next election, being that it's basically like 
eighty percent of people have already decided what candidate they're going to pick. Roughly getting the percentages right, and so it's that middle twenty percent who are going to decide, and they're the independents. They're the people who often have buyer's remorse and who flip in the midterms when they're like, "Oh, actually, this party sucks. We're going to go to the other no. party." And but seeing that there was the the um, what you call it, there was no red wave in these past midterm elections it seems like the independents are going to stick with joe biden yeah and i think that um our rfk is gonna pull votes away from um you don't think uh what's his name the doctor's gonna pull away from uh is it it robert kennedy no 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 oh i forget his name kennedy no he's not a kennedy doctor he was at the green party or unity party you know who i'm talking about no Never. I mean, he's going to get a couple percent, kind of like, what is it, like a Jill Stein kind of got I th- Hillary? I think it's going to be like a Jill Stein, but not like a Ross Perot. No, like, mm. I think, like, um, I think we're going to be safe. Like, uh, as we saw, like, with East Hill, the midterms and stuff like that, mm. I think the party's, like, really strong right now, especially um, after the Republicans um, blew their load too quick with Roe v. Wade, like, mm. um, which I think you and I can both agree is uh, was a political disaster at the end of the day. Like, I mean, it really... It, 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 I would it would have been better to do after the midterms, but maybe they did it Dude, in in just like uh, forethought for the presidential election. Like it was better served. Actually, like, this is the rare time I'll ever say this. It was better served tackling as a state by state issue mm. because making it federal just pissed so many people off. But I mean, they're the only people like Trump as the de facto Republican candidate, and we'll we'll talk about their yeah. their primaries, but. As a de facto candidate, he's been very quiet about the whole Roe v. Wade. He's not advocating for yeah, a ban well, of any it, kind. It, it I mean, he's the cause it, yeah, for the that, state that's basis. The thing. But like, I think most Americans recognize that, and they know it's like a consequence of Trump policy, as well as more more so the more important thing is that devoid of who the personality is, it's it's because of the Republican Party. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, we are at a time where we are seeing more alluring towards the parties rather than the personalities mm. right i think after trump uh, people got tired of the populism stuff and they're more focused on the party politics of things right uh as a result of that mm. they're more interested in how these parties and what they represent right and i think people have a lot of animosity with the republicans because the republicans like i've said before they don't have an economic agenda right or one that's like um palatable or like convincible they uh, only have cultural agenda. The only thing that they care about is uh, trans kids, CRT, uh, and um, I mean, but you could say the same thing for the progressive side of the Democrats, which are a well, substantial they, constituency. Like, it's no, not, they're not anymore. They've been purged for the most part. Ah, uh, like I, I mean, not to my knowledge. I mean, like if you want to talk about ble- nice to if you want to talk that, about bleeding hearts in New York, California, then sure, I agree with you, right? But I like in the Congress, no, not so whatsoever. Like AOC was roped in by Nancy Pelosi pretty hard. Mm. Uh, I mean, Nancy Pelosi threatened her, kind of right? got the dogs under control oh, every single time. Yeah, like if you remember, uh, what was her name? Elon Omar, mm-hmm. same boat, right? Like she was dragged into the um, the caucus building and she got shouted at. I'm pretty sure. But I would say the the sort of straying back towards the party i mean you know you're saying setting aside trump but i mean he's kind of in his second second act here because i think especially for the republican party there's very much a they vote for trump they don't vote for republican ideas because he's not exactly a traditional republican what i'm saying when i talk about like the generalized like picture of things right is that if i talk to a person like obviously when it comes to voting candidates 
it's going to be about personality, right? Mm -hmm. But in the bigger picture of policy, people are going to be looking more so at the policies that are enacted by the parties rather than that by the individual, mm -hmm. right? Because as we saw there in the Trump administration and during the, more importantly, the Obama administration, particular promises were never kept or made, right? The Trump administration didn't get the wall done, mm -hmm. right? We are now, right? I don't know if you know about that. Yeah, big brag. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, yeah. Joe, I guess. Yeah, like... Uh, <laughs> Why does he say build the wall? We, 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 well, that's the thing. Like, um, <laughs> dude, it's like oh, such a good like um, little trap we've set where... I don't know if you know this, but Democrats love border control, right? Like, um, who who deported Obama the most? was Obama yeah, was talking exactly. about it when he was getting elected. Exactly, like we we love it, right? And when the wall went up, right, which I still think is a stupid investment, right? Like, uh, I, I still don't know why we're putting more money into it. But that being said, Optics. that being said, like with this border crisis, uh, in quotes, we talk about that in a second. We like show the most resolve when it comes down to it, right? Right. like the, the party's coming through. But getting back to it, sorry. But why do that if it's such a like if the wall is useless and your party is not like at least as it votes. appears is not the wall party votes. They they're getting votes by being by anti building the wall by building the wall even yeah. though they're supposed to be the non-wall party. It's not about like ideological consistency. Right, like it's about gauging what the people want. So being like, we're for immigration and we build the wall. It's like everybody's happy now. Yeah, I mean, like you can. It's like, so yeah, stupid. It doesn't. It's, it's never mattered. We'll like, let them through the wall. Wait, but wait, we're gonna build the wall. When has it mattered? Let me ask you. I guess. Yeah. It's just, man, it's so fucking shitty. No, Everybody it's like, sucks. It's it's never mattered. No. Like, I, I, tell, I, I tell you everyone, never you never make me happy, man. I'm sorry. You never no, make I, me happy. I I, I, I black pill a lot of people when it comes to wow, this stuff. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about. Uh, you definitely yeah. piss me off. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm just saying, man. Like, it's just like, uh, I don't know. Like, when, when has there been care consideration for these things, right? Like, the, the Clinton administration, because it was facing so many years of Ronald Reagan, immediately just, like, buckled to the ever-growing populations once, and they massacred people, something that Democrats were always against, right? They uh, cut... Um, like uh, welfare expenditure, something that Democrats are completely against, right? Mm -hmm. He did all of these things, right? Uh, because it got him an election. So what? What then? I guess going to excuse me, to meat and potatoes. We'll circle back yeah, to the, sure. the fake border crisis and the um, the Republicans. Um, but right when we were, we're talking about like how shit actually works, sure. What you need, right? We were talking on the right here about you know. A lot of city works are funded with private money, and so if you're a guy who yeah. can get money, that's something that's really important. Yeah. And so going, keeping uh, the sort of meat and potatoes vision with this topic, why, like, I mean, I, you're gonna say power, and that's, that's not gonna be a satisfying <laughs> answer, but it's like, why run on something that betrays your ideas if well, just to get election, like if you like can, Democrats are acting yeah, non-democratic, just to get elected, you can still be like an ideologue, right? It's just that usually when ideologues win and they do things, it's like it, the the pages of history will consider them to be like a great man, right? But at the same time, they'll do irreparable damage to their party and their constituency because they're they stick to what they say. Yeah, like LBJ. <laughs> For example, do you know like the impact the Civil Rights Act had on the Republic on the Democratic Party? Mm -hmm. Oh, it like destroyed it. But it's like also one of the most important pieces of legislation ever signed. 
How did it destroy? I figured, I thought that would that got them a bunch who of made, votes. Who right? made up the majority of the Democratic Party? Uh, like Southern whites. That's something that people have talked about. Is like the flip that happened. Yeah. Of there were a lot of Democrats, and yeah. then they flipped over to Republicans. Yeah, the Republicans like, saw the 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 change that could happen, and they took advantage. Was of that Noam Chomsky who was involved, uh, or I'm thinking no. of somebody else who was, it was? It was Richard Nixon who whose party did it. There was somebody else who was like a election guy. He wasn't wasn't Richard Nixon. I forget the name. It, it doesn't matter. No. Um, but but so yeah. So the ideologues fuck it up because they stick to their well, guns. They, why? Like, I don't know. Like why get elected then? I well, why get elected? Why it's, get elected? So power? You, oh, well, well no, 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 no. So you can still get things done within your ideology, like within your ideology and stuff like that, right? Mm. It's just that you have to like peter it out, right? Like you have to like make it really. Like planned and concerted, and get like specific things pushed out. Right? It does. So this kind of, because I've been questioning this a good deal of like, why do we focus on bullshit issues when people are like, because they won elections. Yeah, because people are actually doing it's, actions that that matter, that do, are important, do you and think, nobody's. It's not nobody talks about it. Nobody knows how people lean versus on one side or the yeah. other. Meanwhile, we're talking about trans rights when we have a, a, a crazy budget how, deficit. How many Republican candidates do you think? Like, uh, genuinely care and like would like um, waste their like breath on uh, CRT. It's like I mean, very few, setting aside like, like the I, couple I, I, in I the primary. So, I, I, I think mean, some that don't like it, right? But like yeah. I think something stupid. But at the same time, like they recognize its power. Mm. It's what gets you votes, right? It's how you win the election, and then it's how you can get your vision across. But remember, the best politicians are the ones that figure out how to get their vision across. All the while maintaining elected, uh, maintaining their election status. So you have to right? trick the people to vote for you, so then you can actually do the real work. Yes. While looking like you're yes. doing what they want. Yes. This is so depressing. Always. Oh, oh, so all of our depressing. all of our great men did it, man. Like <laughs> FDR. Oh my gosh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham, like, do you, do you know like the big thing that Abraham Lincoln lied about one time? Mm. He told the American people that he would. Um, what was it? He said something like. I will go to the South and sign a peace deal, right? Uh. And then while he was signing the peace deal, he was secretly getting the votes for the 13th Amendment to be passed to, so he could get rid of slavery. But mm. because he saw if we get rid of, if we make slavery illegal, right, then we can save the Union because that means that then after we beat these people militarily, right, then they have to abide by federal law because we occupy them, right? Mm. Whereas the people in the United States just won the war to end, right? But he lied because he wanted his vision to go through. So what do you? So you're saying he got the Thirteenth Amendment put in place as the peace deal would sign, so they were he signing never on went to the peace deal. That was the funniest part. He told them that he went there. He told them that he went on the riverboat. He sent he sent General Grant over there, and you know what General Grant said to them? They said particularly, General Grant. We believe that we are our own free nation. And General Grant said, I only see you as a band of rebels, right? Mm. And, yeah, no peace deal happening whatsoever, mm. right? But he still went out there to like like throw up sand in the face. And then he hid the fact that that had happened for another month or two while he had his goons going around. Lincoln had his goons going around getting these votes for the 13th. Incredible. Uh-huh. Incredible. But so, so, so the South, when they rejoined the Union or were forced to or however that works... Yeah. Was the Thirteenth Amendment in place and known about? So it wasn't a matter of like sneakily. It was. It, it, was, it was already. No, no, no. Because so, so the, the, the way I picture yeah, it is, yeah. is, is like, oh, we're back, and then they're like, hey, what's what? What are all these black people doing no, well, here? They're no, like, no, no. Oh, they, they, by the they, way, they, so they the South already knew that the Thirteenth Amendment was on its way, right? Mm-hmm. 
the, the question was, is what's going to do what first, right? So um, Lincoln's cabinet and his people had been telling him, we just want the war to end, right? Mm -hmm. And Lincoln said, this is the way I think the war's going to end, by passing the 13th Amendment, by illegalizing slavery, right? Mm -hmm. like by like, striking it from the record. And then if we occupy the South, that means they have to abide by federal law. Whereas with the peace deal, it could be, for example, the CSA, Confederate States of America, just exists mm -hmm. as its own thing, right? Lincoln said, absolutely fucking not, mm -hmm. right? The wise man he, that he was, right? Like, why would we give up half the country, you know, like, to, like, another, like, power, right? Mm. And, yeah, like, he did that, right? But, like, it, it's, it's never about, like... Um, so the optics of it don't really, like... I guess I kind of see it as, like, wanting to pursue peace because of the anti-war sentiment, but at the same time, it's, like... It's like no, the, the, the intention was the same from like the outside. Is like we're gonna put down the rebels. We're still one country, and we're also gonna pass this legislation. Yeah, because and he, you lose, so therefore, well, yeah, it yeah, because because the Lincoln and the, I think is like the fact of the matter. The absence of the Thirteenth Amendment is what caused the war, right? Mm -hmm. Because remember, when the Dred Scott case was decided by the Supreme Court, it basically just tore this giant hole in America's heart and like exposed the fact that these two parties, both anti-slave and pro-slave, were not going to have the ability to like uh, exist with one another anymore. Because remember, this, the slave states were trying to build up their own electoral power to vote into Congress to make things, uh, to make it impossible to illegalize slavery, right? Mm -hmm. So there's this constant like, political battle happening. The South is like breaking agreements that the North and South had, for example. like um, One of the big agreements they broke was they said, um, uh, the North will get one uh, anti-slave state, and the South will get one pro-slave state, and then the South all of a sudden goes Texas, Oregon, like like four states, mm. just breaking the agreement. Right? Dred Scott gets decide uh, gets decided decides that black people aren't human. Right? And now what's happening now? Basically, it's emboldened the South. The South starts pulling on the gears, and they go, "We don't fucking need the United States anymore." Right? And Lincoln saw all of this, and he said. Yeah, fuck that. Like, you know, we are going to militarily occupy these people. We are going to get down there. We are going to make this the law of the land so this can never happen again. So why didn't the South try and do the same thing the Union was doing as basically, like, taking... That's what they tried. Okay, so yeah. they tried to take over the Union and be yes. like, now we're, yes. we're pro-slave. Yes. And, yes. 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 and, then, and then underneath um, previous presidents, as well as uh, Lincoln, they would... Um, use the presidential authority to subvert it yeah that was like a, the big thing that was happening mm. yeah because of all the issues that it was causing on top of that i'm sure you know about bleeding kansas like uh, you also had that problem uh, uh anti-slave and pro-slave activists uh directly murdering each other in uh kansas just oh, that's bad. just lighting each other on fire and stuff like that yeah like and that, by the way when that when that happened that was like the that was like the big like exclamation point like shit's about to be fucked oh. like you know like 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 that like the, the, once the, people start getting lit on fire that's doom, a warning doom sign. is happening like you know like like the, the, the nation is headed towards war it was like dude it was so bad like one day you have to read about it like mm. I, I thought it wasn't that bad and then like i found out like do you have dude, any book recommendations uh, i don't have a good one there's um uh, dread scott and the politics of slavery that's mm. a good one i read in school okay. very very but yeah, like when when that happened, like people in the country, they like they knew it was it was coming. Like when mm. they saw um, that, like people, like whites, it was only whites that were in like involved for the most part. Uh, like some slaves were there, but mostly whites were killing each other over the right to own a human being. Mm. People knew, yeah, okay, like the the war is coming. Like the and that train is not going to be able to be stopped anytime soon. I mean, I, I'm trying to, you know say how history rhymes i would say oh maybe abortion's that issue but i don't see it having that Absolutely big of an effect not, not that, on people like 
yeah, people aren't going to go to war for something I think, like that. I think the only thing that would like cause is maybe I don't even think so because we already did it. It's like stuff with the Second Amendment, but we already had like limited it before and it never mm-hmm. caused that issue. Yeah. So I don't think there's anything that's there aside from maybe just the general election of the president of the United States. Yeah, that's kind of like that. The thing that I've talked about, um, like with my parents sometimes, <laughs> and the thing, it's you know, and I don't want to blow it out of proportion mm-hmm. because in my experience it's definitely like you want to think of everything in like a movie and then it's like yeah. no it's not going to go out that way but like the the loyalty that a lot of people have to Donald Trump and with this previous kind of like election denial thing mm-hmm. in January 6th which you know maybe technically it was a coup but I don't think like the force was not large enough to really do anything I, I think, substantial Yeah, but if he doesn't get elected or if he gets elected and then they, they um, you know convict him and then there's this whole schism in the country of do we are we loyal to this man are we loyal to the democratic system or is you know how does it work when we yeah. voted this man in yeah. the, the second time like, or the third time but but he's also convicted well, of a crime it's j- like just like the civil war it will come down to the supreme court remember because when dred scott decided was decided that was the final fucking nail on the coffin mm. that, that was when when that happened everyone knew oh shit <laughs> like they just said blacks aren't people like uh, like <laughs> that means that the south is right and that means that they're going to outvote us and then the president immediately starts pulling the levers of all of the executive power to prevent like the oncoming onslaught mm-hmm. and then they see that the south sees that and they immediately pull the fuck out uh and secede yeah so like it's something that so do you think that's going to be a I mean, what? Uh, trying to trying to play the game up. Like, what would what would decision, the decision have to be? The decision would have to be because like, it's a conservative court right now, so it would have to be yeah. in favor of uh, Trump being convicted uh, of like man. a felony that's supposed I, to bar him. From I don't office want to say this like on the record, elected. but like I guess like the best way is um, I'll say it. I don't care. I, it would have to be the conviction thing. Yeah, like, I think that would like be like the biggest thing. Like um, to rule that it's okay, or to rule against him that he can't uh, be president, to, and then people to are to like, subvert, no, he to, is to subvert the democratic system mm. by saying that like this guy because he has like this criminal history we can't he can't be president mm. yeah i think that would be because then people be like we voted for him and then yeah. both sides really have a kind of a yeah, case especially, especially if like republicans have like a super majority <laughs> well because it's very much a witch hunt well because that's the thing why would the conservative court say that he can't be president well when, when well i mean i don't like using the word conservative court because they've come through with some crazy like liberal stuff recently like yeah. what Oh, like the map redistricting for blacks in Alabama and Mississippi. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yo, Justice Kavanaugh, my man. Yeah, that's a good point. He's so strong. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> guess. I guess the abortion thing is the main thing I'd say wait. as a conservative. Like uh, that. That was oncoming. I mean, like the like I'll echo the the opinion of the court. Right. That that decision was just so terribly written. Right. Mm. That it was doomed to fail. Yeah. Mm. So. So they just couldn't. They just couldn't. No, like with Dred Scott, like the thing that made Dred Scott so bad was that um, Taney used this piece of evidence that was inadmissible Mm. as a proof. Yeah, and that, like that's what like made it like that's when it was like super. What like, was that? Because um, I'm not familiar. He with used a piece of paper that was allegedly written by George Washington or one of the founding fathers, talking about how what they truly meant by all men are created equal. Mm. The piece of paper never existed. I got this piece of paper. It says, yeah. says slaves are people. But by the way, I'm the chief justice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. S- seven to one decision. Nay. So we gotta watch the Scotus. They're they're gonna be the canary in the coal they're, they're mine for when this shit's hitting the fan. The canary in the coal mine. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's like Citizens United. Like it's like. I, I mean, know. that I think was kind of part of the beginning of the end, right there. That's I, like, you know, like I don't know. I, I think with Citizens United, the worst part about it is the um, the way the state defended it was just so bad. Like I, you got to listen. I'll send you um. Uh, a more perfect union is a good podcast mm-hmm. and they did an episode on citizens united and uh, there's a part where it was a uh, justice kennedy he was obsessed with 1984 the book like he just was just fucking obsessed the whole with Republican party obsessed yeah, with that he book. loved that book and um there's a part where the state uh is defending the current political um, measures that disallow people from producing like political documentaries during election season mm. right and kennedy asked him something along the lines of if someone was to write a piece of literature that fell underneath these circumstances would this book be banned and the guy said yes and it was like kennedy apparently recoiled as soon as he He's said like, that no. And, and, and the, the decision was fucking doomed. That that's as soon as Citizens United won. Like 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 the, the Citizens United defended defended or the uh, council uh, like literally said in like all documentaries. Yeah, we knew we were like set after after we saw. He's like, is this gonna be like 1984? He's like, yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, will yeah, be like, yeah, ju- ju- like like all the Citizens United guys were like, yeah, let's fucking go. We just won the case, you know. Like, <laughs> I can see it in the corner, like yeah. yeah we did, it, it, it was crazy. Bro. You fucked up. It was nuts, bro. Like I have no idea how it. God, like you gotta listen to it because like you could hear a fucking pin drop and mm. then like immediately as he says that, like four of the other justices motion to speak as soon as he said, Yeah, like it would be like a banned book. And he, and then he says, You'd be banning the books and then like it's like this <laughs> snowball of this shit just starts rolling down the hill and the state is like like losing their shit and, they, and then they go like it gets worse. He goes like <laughs> he goes oh, well, that's not actually what I meant. What I meant was is that we'd be banning the books in these political circumstances. <laughs> Justice Kennedy's like apparently like, he's like, he's like banning the books, just like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was like, it's just a nightmare. But yeah, no, that's the canary in the coal mines, the Supreme Court. Fuck. Yeah, they've okay. always been, yeah, they're perfect. Like, it's like, it just, and it's gonna, it, isn't it time? So it's like right before the elections when all these answers are supposed to come in, or well, because it takes time to get up to the Supreme I, I, Court. I don't know when it's. Um, settled or like dated and like when they want to hear it again but um, when it is when they want to hear it yeah I think it's something they pay attention to yeah and then I I, I think uh, as soon as that decision comes uh, down China based Taiwan I I, I think if they say like oh the president will be fine or sorry the president won't be fine like if he's elected then I think uh, Republicans here's where I become an ideologue Republicans should bite the bullet and just vote in Joseph R. Joseph R. Biden to save the fucking country from civil war yeah but that's never gonna happen yeah, no it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna know, happen fantasy land yeah, but like all ideology yeah, so. I mean it's it's kind of like the Israel thing it's like that you just can't no, you don't like, get to just, like, just, whim it away, right? Yeah, you know. can't be like, oh, for the sake of the country, I'm going to vote for the person no, who I hate. Who absolutely I, not. You know, it's red or dead. No, I mean, You're not going to get them to go blue. No. Right? So, um, let's get on to the uh, <laughs> the candidates. So, who's your pick aside from Trump? Oh, fuck. 
fuck. I r- honestly, I don't like any of them. Okay, don't What's please new? do not say Vivek Ramaswamy. No, no, okay, okay, I okay, think he's yeah, a weasel. He's, he's a little snake. The way he talks and the he, way his his policies, I think they're very short sighted because he wants to go in and he's like anything that starts with three yeah, letters, I'm going to shut no, down. I'm like, what's crazy. your plan after that? Then, like, you shut down the FBI and the yeah. Department of Education. It's like, so we're not going to know anything, yeah. uh, you know, here, and nobody's going to get like, taught. We're just going to leave it up to private actors and stuff like that. So it's no, it's so crazy. fucking. It's stupid. He's no. in like, oh, global warming the, isn't real. The, it's all hoax. I, you know, and he loves Trump, so it's obviously he's like, oh, in case Trump gets indicted, he's I no, he's yeah. disgusting. I've said it like he's the best way. Uh, this guy named Destiny on uh, YouTube. He yeah, said we it talked to, about it last time. Yeah, he said it the best way possible, bro. <laughs> he said, you know, the best way to gauge if someone's just a fucking idiot is if they like they say, you know, I think he had some good points. I've been Swami mm. guy. It's like it's so true, dude. Because like he literally just wants to cut every. Everything. Like he like wants to like completely rip the heart out of the federal government and privatize every single method of education and even state surveillance mm. to a fucking top dollar earner. What hey. the fuck? That's insane. It's constitutional, you know. Yeah, Constitution is yeah, supposed yeah. to be delegated. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but like I mean, it's just crazy. But all right, what about uh, Ronnie? DeSantis. Ron, honestly, I mean, he is. That would be kind of keeping the course. I think he's a very plain, uh, dependable, unlikable. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he looks like he's in pain every time he's on camera. He's like, "Please, I don't want to be here." It's like his dad's forcing him to. Sorry, it's probably dad. the high heels that he's hiding under. Yeah. The <laughs> so it's really, but like, no, honestly, like to say like good for him, I I would say if Trump wasn't something that was there it would be back to politics of like oh yeah he's just another he's a governor he's kind of anti-woke so he's kind of playing up the parties he's just plain he's non-threatening he's not he's not a problem which that's not to say anything that's great like oh yeah I love the status quo it's been so great for so long no but like he's not Trump so he's got that going for him um and I don't know, like, I guess he seems to be more moderate, kind of hitting more Trump lines than, like, Nikki Haley, who, from what I've heard, is more kind of, like... Neoconservative. Yeah. Or like, I think she's the strongest out of all of them. <sighs> yes and She's no, a big I government mean, lady, so I like her. Yeah, yeah, but her, like, the whole Ukraine thing is not really... <sighs> so I like her, like, realism about the whole abortion ban thing. Like, it's like, oh, you're not yeah. going to get that through. No. I admire that. Yeah. But from what I have seen... Like the way she talks, it's very much like okay, you get you are very military industrial complex friendly. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I'm like, okay, no. I mean, when she said the thing about Ukraine, I thought that was like, I was like, yeah, like the no. entire time. Like I literally was like shouting, like and jumping around my room when she said, huh? What? <laughs> the, the funniest thing is what she said about Israel. Like I start laughing my ass off when she's like. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, Israel doesn't need us. We need Israel. Like, yeah. What, <laughs> what do you mean? No, yeah. no we don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like who are you? Wait, what? Like, like who? Did she? anybody catch that? Like yeah. that is so not yeah, like that's, that's like a Republican be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, no, we're, no, we're the that was one. crazy. But uh, I think she's the strongest man. She's. I mean, she's like, not who, the worst. Who else is like better than her in the well, stage? No, we're not saying Chris good. We're saying who do I like? I like Chris Christie. You like Chris Christie? He'll never win. Oh, He'll you like Chris win. Christie, really? I like I like him. I don't know if I should like him. I mean, you know, yeah. from one of the, I mean, the whole like red guy in a blue state—that's something. Going after the teachers' unions, but I'm just quoting oh. his talking points. Like Dude. I haven't gone like been like, all right, no, he's no, flawed his, in this way. His policies um, like crazy. I mean, like there's a reason why everyone brings up the creditor status of New Jersey, right? 
Explain. They're a terrible debtor, dude. Like, <laughs> Hell like do, yeah. do, do not lend money to New Jersey, bro. You're not gonna get that shit back. Okay. But that's New Jersey. That's, you know? Can you blame that's him? True. That's the state. That's the Garden yeah. State. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but that's a good point. I mean, but just like the way, it, like as a, I guess, just personality. Yeah. He is. I would say he has the best personality. Maybe like Ron DeSantis, he seems like a like he's honest. He's like a well, yeah. he's a politician, but you know what I mean. Like uh, on the face of it, he's like he's just Ronnie. He's I, trying his he, best. I I don't know. Like he kind of seems like he hates being around people. That's like kind of like the vibe. I got. Yeah, he's like a nerd, which is yeah. that's that's exactly what I'm looking for. I'm yeah. like that's perfect. That's, I don't want we, we don't want a, we, a sexy politician. We want a nerd who's just going to do the job. Elect like there's a whole joke about it. You never elect engineers into politics. Bro. Yeah, that's like the the entire thing they always exactly. Say. But but you know. It would be good if you did. I think it would be good. So, but Chris, Chris, I, you know, I mean, he's got spunk. He's going at, he's fighting people. <laughs> yeah, you he know, does, he does start a lot of shit. Um, you know, I, like when it comes to Pence, he's just too uh, evangelical for me. He's very yeah. boring. He takes forever to talk. I mean, especially the first, the first, um, what is it, a debate? I think one of the main reasons why he had the longest time is because every time he got a question, he'd be like, "All right." This one. Alright, so my, my story. My favorite part is the part where he just goes, Well, I've been having sex with a teacher for <laughs> yeah, 34 yeah. years. <laughs> We're like, What? Uh, you, you know, this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy guy. Uh, is that how you say your name? Yeah. You know, it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so pain. And, and I mean, like the pre canned like, rebuttals and statements, too. Awesome. Like the Vivek ones and the Pence one, the Pence replies. And I mean, everything that seems Vivek says is pre canned. Yeah. like. When I when I was an immigrant, yeah. or my parents were immigrants, and blah, 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 and like you see it in his face, he like reverts back to no, default no. settings, you know, no. like back to T pose, and like did let you, me begin. Did you ever see the interview he did with Mehdi Hassan? Is that the one where he like denied 9-11 or something like no, that? No, it's or? the one where um, Mehdi Hassan talked about how Vivek Ramaswamy was a benefactor of um, a George Soros, a George Soros, and of affirmative action. <laughs> And then he kept asking, he's like, were you or were you not a benefactor of these two things? And he's like, no, I wasn't. And then, like, Matthew Hassan's, like, on the side with the paper that, yeah. like, literally shows special consideration in the Soros Institute <laughs> on top of it. It's like, bro. I mean, I guess I, I give him, like, I'd say it's fine. It looks bad. But I'd say it's fine in kind of, like, the the way, like, Trump doesn't pay a lot in taxes. Where it's like, <laughs> hey, aren't you for, like, honest whatever? He's like, listen. This is how the law is. Of course, I'm gonna use it. It's the same thing. Like, I, if I was Vivek, I'd be like, "Yeah, I think it's wrong, but hey, I'm yeah. gonna take advantage of it. It's, it's free money. Like, of course." It's like, um, how do I put it? The problem that he's in is that Trump never claimed to not pay that many taxes. Remember, Trump was really honest, I guess, in terms of how he would say, "You know, I'm, yeah, I never really paid that many." Or I mean, I, he said he paid like millions in taxes sure, but in like, multiple interviews. The, the thing with Vivek that makes him so like so bad is that remember, Trump never released tax returns, right? So like, there's never proof against them. I thought they got released illegally. Or are you saying pre-election? Pre, like, yeah, exactly. Right. Like in, in the election season, it matters, mm -hmm. right? And with Vivek, like you know, you have this. Mehdi Hassan guy, one of the most liberal people in the UK, like, you know, pulling the paper and like stretching it over and over oh, again. Yeah, like, what's, what's, what's this? It's like, you know, how's your name and everything like that? You're a benefactor. And then, like, it, you know, he just doesn't have a response to it at all. And it's just. Yeah. What's going to happen, bro? I don't no. know. Let me ask you um, so, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, 
what's his face? Um, the Tanner guy, Scott. The, is that or, the guy from South Dakota or North oh, Dakota? Oh, Burgum. Doug yeah. Burgum. <laughs> Man, I was just riding on his horse with the little pocket constitution. Yeah. Man, he's fun. You know he's how never he, gonna win, you know but he's how fun. He got up there, right? What? Like, no, what? Oh, he, he, he if you put a vote in for him, you would get a five dollar gift card. <laughs> he paid, he paid to be. I like that. I it's, don't know. It's wrong, it but I like awesome. that. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, he like his pack uh, farted all of the money. For He's it. like, hey, you know, yeah. I'm a small town guy. Yeah, I ride my horse. Yeah. Like, what do you? Like? He's, he's also one of the other evil guys. Like, he's like up there with Vivek in terms of the like, cuts he wants to do. Yeah. Really? Oh, dude, he wants to like cut. Um, I think so. He said he wants like a stronger military, but then he also said he wants to cut the Department of Defense. And everyone mm. was like, mm-hmm. how does that work? Yeah, it's like. I mean, I, I you know I think if you really go in and start going through line items, you could probably uh, make sure. the DOD stronger without spending a yeah. bunch, bunch of billions. You but could like the eight aircraft engines that they just like keep hitting away for yeah. no reason. But nobody's gonna do that. No, because that would take effort. We don't no, do that in politics. They're humans too. Well, so they don't want to do jack shit. It would shit. be politically unviable to to do. Why, why is that? Because they get all their money from. I, the, I think a lot of people just get fired. Yeah. What do you mean? Like like. Who's going to get fired? If they get elected, they start going through saying, like, hey, why are you wasting money on this, this, yeah, this, and this? I think it's just, well, like, I mean, like, with the failed audits and stuff like that, right? Mm. I think there's a lot of guys might, like, you know, um, be in trouble, like, in terms of their employment that they've been promised by XYZ elected official, yada, 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 yeah. So you just can't make a team that's actually going to go no, through like, and like, find it? There's, like, it? like, I might be, like, you know, I'm probably pretty misinformed on this, but I'm going to still throw a dart. Like, um, in New York... Uh, they had this whole problem with um, tribute jobs, right? Where mm-hmm. Tammany Hall, this like big Democratic uh, Party center for Irish and Italians, mm-hmm. um, was basically getting people these jobs in the city government, regardless of status, mm-hmm. right? Or like regardless of like position and the like. And um, like merit, you mean? Yeah. Okay. And um, what would happen was is that. The city government, in terms of its performance, would you know obviously be pretty slow and be lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time someone went after it, uh, they would just like you know destroy them because all those people were voting, right? And all those yeah. people were like really important to the Democratic Party there. So and everybody has an incentive not to yeah, audit I mean, the Pentagon. I mean, there's always the possibility of that, right? Like I'm not gonna say it is or it isn't, but. So we're going to require substantial support and a lot of people not to be in their pocketbooks or yeah, I, under their influence. I think I think the audit should happen, and like I think the, the big thing I always, always tell people is that um, the IRS just needs more money, like mm. uh, so they can get in there and actually yeah, investigate properly. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe that's one of the things we can do. Do what Biden did is take the Biden policy, do it, but keep our mouth shut about it. Yeah, there you go. I, I mean, dude, when he funded the IRS more, it was so good. I was so happy that finally happened. Yeah, but politically, I mean... <laughs> you know, the best part is is that I got swept under the rug. I mean, yeah, nobody's talking about it right now. No. They brought it up, I think, in the first they, they uh, brought it up Republican a week debate. After. Well, yeah, they brought it up like in the first Republican debate, but they also brought it up a week after it happened. And mm. Just cut off. Even Fox didn't cover it. So. Yeah. Well, because I think it's, too, it's like a slow build-up thing. Like, the, all, most of those people haven't been hired yet anyways. Oh, no, no it, I think it's filled. <laughs> really? Yeah. From what, uh, what I had saw, seen when... Like people were covering the first debate is like all these people they're talking about firing haven't even been hired yet in the IRS and so oh, they no, want them to go work no, on the border. They, I think I think that they, was like, the line. No, no, no. I think they have like the the money ready and the personnel ready. Yeah, like it's like a, like a people ready piece of plan. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. 
I mean, we just need more IRS agents. Like, the biggest issue is that we have so many people committing fucking fraud in this country, and we need to collect so it's we don't have to raise prices, raise taxes anymore. Yeah. Right? That's the biggest... That's why I tell all conservatives. I'm like, look, this is a good investment. It protects you and me, mm-hmm. right? It protects you and me from being defrauded, right? And eventually, hopefully, Congress will pass a piece of legislation that makes it so the IRS does our taxes for us, right? But obviously, the optics aren't that. The optics are you pay, you're giving the IRS more money to charge me more money. That's exactly. It's it's that stupid anti big government thing that Reagan has like doomed us like with. i agree on certain to a certain extent sure, I, the, like, the government's be- like the surveillance stuff that we talked about the surveillance yeah. stuff the ukraine thing which we i want to talk about that sure. in the like the necessity of influence yeah. because i've been thinking about that yeah and i'm not sure that it's necessary or even if it's desirable which well ukraine yeah for it. like because i mean ukraine is sort of like just a continuation of Who's top dog? U.S. is top dog. Sure. You're going to fuck with that. All right. Well, we got to show up or we're going to look yeah, weak. I think it's more than that. So, like, I think um, here's the best way to put it. So, stopping the Russians at Ukraine is necess- as necessary so the United States doesn't have to get involved in Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Well, you don't – you think a NATO conflict, we'd rather blow – like – win in Ukraine than have a NATO conflict? Well, yeah, like the entire idea behind being in Ukraine in the first place is not only to, like, you know, build up American block, but it's also to keep American lives out of war. Yeah. Mm. Because, like, keep in mind, right, so, like, the, the entire theory that's, like, revolving around this, which I buy, is um, saying that the Russians can invade Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia quickly enough to where NATO forces won't be able to get there in time. Mm-hmm. And those those countries are members of NATO, but it doesn't matter. All it takes is just a really good push. Yeah, but I mean, think about it in a couple of ways. First of all, with Ukraine, I mean, I thought, based on my information, which I'm not going to cite anything because I can't. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> but it was the reason. One of the main reasons Russia invaded Ukraine, uh, or the two main reasons I know of, is potential NATO membership. Yes. And also the oil and natural gas reserves yeah. that threaten Russia's mm. natural gas. Sales, no, whatever. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, it's, is it a thing, but it's, okay, right. maybe it's yeah, a minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, okay. So, why, like, that means Ukraine, well, I mean, when we poked them into it, but the, Ukraine is kind of the neutral fall state. Like, that's, its whole point is we can give it up. It's the lizard tail that can fall off and yeah, give it to the like, bird. Would you rather have a dead million Ukrainians or a dead million Americans? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is, like, if the whole point of Ukraine is to be something that can die and we're okay with it. Yeah. Why are we then fighting not to let it die? You know, it's like a lizard turning around and saving its tail from the bird. It's well, like wait, what the, the whole point is I, to let it go, and then and then once they're up against NATO, now it's like, all right, don't fucking don't well, you we, fucking do it. We 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 just want them to like exhaust the Russian military to deter them from invading. So, so you don't give a shit about winning in Ukraine. You just want to just. I mean, it's just I, a matter of time. You I, just want to burn well, I, Russia as long as possible. I care about winning. Like, I mean, if the Ukrainians can win, sure. But the, the big thing is just—it's not di- a—it's dissuading them from invading the Baltic countries. Yeah, that's that's the entire like point of the war. Yeah, for us. So you think so? The, the whole point of Ukraine like, is just to burn Russia up for as long. Just r- let them run their run their gas tank down. You have to set a precedent, right? So, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like for example, let's say like you have like um. Let's say you have like a big bully, right? And um, this big bully is planning on attacking three of your weaker friends. Hmm. And then there's you who can fight them a little bit better, right? Uh, and you decide, 
well, what if I just keep fighting this guy until he just like passes out and dies? Okay, like that's basically what we're doing here. I mean, like, come I think on, I like, kind of get your analogy. Like, what, 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 the the big thing I ask everyone is, like, do you believe that the Russians would invade the Baltics? I I don't know. Well, I mean, they invaded Ukraine, right? So what's yeah, because them? they thought Ukraine was going to join NATO. The, the Baltics, Baltics are already in NATO. Do you know the other reason why they invaded Ukraine? Uh, because it's like the Eurasian step. It's like a strategic threat to them. They were ideological. They said that the uh, Ukrainians had always been Russians. Mm. Uh, and that there were uh, Ukrainian nationalist Nazis trying to purge Russian-speaking peoples. Mm. Which is true. To an extent. Yeah. Mm. So... But it, there, there I'm just is, not seeing a real incentive the, of like, why do we even give a shit about Russia in the first place? Like, they're not that big of, the, of a threat. Well, they, they are to our NATO allies. And because of us being in NATO, it presents a threat to us. Because remember, Article 5 stipulates, or Article 4 stipulates that if there is a conflict, you know, everyone must get involved as a NATO member. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to lose the American lives. So that's why we care. We care because we are in NATO. I don't know. I just see it as like, especially if they're going to evade, invade Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, that those three could kind of, I mean, you know, we'll get there in time, but you can kind of burn the Russians. No, no one knows if we'll get there in time. Well, no, no, no. I mean, once they invade, then we'll get there. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, then yeah. we're going to, you know, retaliate. Yeah. And then that can if the United the burning States gets into Russians. a war with the Russian Federation, it will like very highly likely result in a nuclear armed conflict. But I mean, it sounds like the whole point of burning them out right now with Ukraine is is because is they're be- a non-NATO member. No, is because there's going to be an eventual conflict. Like it's like we're, well, yeah, yeah. That, that, this is a preamble to a that, real war. That, that's the idea. So like we're trying to dissuade them through that like eventual war to happening in the first place. It sounds like we're just trying to help ourselves for when World War Three happens. We're no, just trying well, to hedge I, our bets. The entire notion is by saying, like, let's just like push it out like a lot longer. That's a lot prefer. That's more preferable than like letting it happen now, right? Because it gives us more time to plan, plot, and like exterminate any idea of this thing happening in the first place. Yeah, like it, we should we should take on every measure to delay and eventually dissuade World War Three from happening every single time. I just uh, I see it almost like. This is a, a preamble to world. Like this is going to sure, be part I, of the reason for World War Three. No, I don't see it as dissuading. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, well, like maybe it might be like said or like you know verbally, as like uh, you know like a, a cautious belly for the Chinese, right? But the reason why we protect Taiwan is to protect ourselves, right? And mm-hmm. I think that the ultimate objective of the Chinese state is just going to be we're invading Taiwan because we believe it's part of China, right? Like and because of the threat that the United States poses to us mm-hmm. through Taiwan. But I, I think that Ukraine is a very important war for us to win just because of that threat that it poses to us. Because that's the thing that can start World War Three even earlier than we already think it's going to start now. But, like, okay, you say it poses a threat to what letting Ukraine die poses yes. a threat to yes. us. But I think it's like, all right, once they take Ukraine, then it is like, all right, you, are you really going to start World War Three? Like, I think it's... You want to give them the the make it a big yes or no question of are you going to start World War Three rather than Ukraine being a medium well, the, place where we're burning ourselves out. It's like yeah. this is it is a neutral ground where you're not really starting World War Three. If we follow a policy of appeasement, right, like thereafter, because the Russians, I think, will most definitely invade the uh, Baltic states afterwards. I right? mean, at this point, it'd be appeasement, but I I'd say it's more of a policy of who gives a shit. It's none of our business. Well, the the, the problem is is that it will become our business if they get. 
touch the When the it's kids. our business, it's our business. But, but for now, we should mind our own we, business. But that's not the way like these things work because we want to prevent those things from happening in the first place. Wouldn't you and I both agree that we would, would rather not have World War Three than have it? Yeah, but okay, I don't so think this is how we avoid it. Well, how do we avoid it then? By just minding our our own business. Mind your business, and then when they're there, all right, you want to start that, World War III. Wait, so but that, that's the thing. So like, there's like a disconnect here, right? You're saying that you want to have World War III be like avoided, right? Mm. But at the same time, you're saying, well, you know, like. Um, when it happens, it happens, right? That's not saying that you want it to be avoided. That's just like it's saying, you know, when it happens, it happens. Well, worse, what I'm trying to tell you is Ukraine is this like thing that basically acts as a wall between point A and point B, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want point B to get there. We want this like middle thing to slow it down or even outrightly stop it, right? It, I mean, if the Russians fail in this war, right, it could, it could possibly incur political change there, right? And like have like it, um, like the, the president be ousted. Right, because of the amount of promises he's made to his constituents. So, like, there's like so much at stake here, right? Not just American lives, right? But also, like, I mean, <laughs> the Russia as like this like hegemonic actor, like just being gone. Yeah. I don't. I guess. Uh, see, it, now you're just persuading me to dislike NATO. Well, I mean, because like, I'm like, you well, can I don't that. think like. I, I all mean, of these people, you know, it's like the this I, Russia yeah. going and, and taking all these territories. It's like, oh, the only the, like we are trying to prevent American lives from being lost, yeah. right? It's like, well, then why are we exposing ourselves in the first place to American lives being lost? Yeah, well, and I understand the whole anti-Soviet Union well, purpose. It's, NATO. it's more than just that. I mean, like it, NATO just serves as this thing to really embolden the United States militarily and allows us to be the top dog that we are. And that's something that's like, I don't know that we need to be top dog. Like, you, who gives a shit? We benefit from it so much, bro. You have no idea. Yeah, but is it... Is it Prices. Good benefits. Yes. Yes. You benefit from being the master of the plantation every single time. <laughs> every single good time. Good Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're... the re- like, uh, It's the, sort of like being the top monkey versus being the second in command. Because the no, top monkey is the one that everybody's going to vie for. Nobody gives a shit about it. Let's them. look at, like... The, the vice president has okay. the best job in the government. Let's look at the British Empire, right? The British Empire falls apart after another country says, you can't do this anymore, right? It's Suez Crisis. The United States and Soviet Union tell British uh, Britain, France, your time is up and it was is over now, right? Britain is a suffering economy now, right? Without London, the United, the United Kingdom would literally be like have the same GDP of that of Mississippi, mm-hmm. right? It is like falling into destitution and poverty. It has a government that literally can't get a single thing done whatsoever right now. Mm-hmm. So much worse than ours. Whereas, you know, where and I think our state, we we do get quite a bit done right now. Um, they uh, have but it's like they're a small country. Yeah, they shouldn't be the top dog. Like well, but, they should but, be smaller it, than they it, are. It, it's not about the natural qualities. Like if they are bigger or smaller, right? It's just about the fact that they feel the impact of that. Previously, you their can, life will be worse. You but, could, but they didn't deserve the but, life but, they had. That, that, that it's not about deserving, right? Like we don't say we deserve or we do not deserve, right? We say we fight for and say that it is ours, right? It's never been a naturalistic game of things, right? We claim it, we dig up the soil, we build the infrastructure, right? So it's not about right versus wrong, it's about I took it. It is always about winning, every single time, right? We need to protect ourselves and protect our economy and protect our people, right? I'm not gonna just hide behind this, like, look, I, when it comes to the game, right? Mm. You don't try to seek out to lose, right? You seek to win, right? So, like, the United States should like maintain... You, but I'm saying when you seek to step back from the game, don't play it. Like, Switzerland's what? not playing the game, are they? Or they're just funded by they, everybody's they, money? They, 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 play, they play the game in their own way. I think that they have the, the, the years to, like, kind of allow for that to happen. 
Yeah. Mm. Like thousands of years of civil war or like hundreds of years of civil war. Mm. I don't think that's the price we should play. Yeah, no. You don't step back from these things. You don't get to... There's um. I, it's I like you t- can't step down as the mob boss because you'll always be a threat and they're going to go you, after you. Did or? I ever tell you the um, the Melian dialogue before? Uh, not that I remember. So it's a really good like it's intro to like babies IR right international relations. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, it's like part of Thucydides, um, the Peloponnesian War, and um, uh, Sparta and Athens are at war with each other. And in between the two islands is this little island called Melos. Um, and Melos has basically this uh, been this neutral little city-state for the longest time, mm-hmm. right? And um, the Athenians come up to Melos and um, they talk to their ambassadors and they say, we want you to participate in the war. We want you to pay tribute and personnel, right? You know, money and people. And the Melians say, but while we, rec- while we recognize the power and might that you hold, we believe that it is within our right to not be involved in the conflict at all. The gods have decided so, and so must we. Mm-hmm. The Athenians look at them puzzled, and they say, well, you know, we never heard that before, right? You know, like, um, but we must inform you that, you know, it is our might that makes us right, right? You know, like it is our military might. And the Melians retort with saying something along the lines of saying, we understand that, but, you know, we have made our decision. And then the Athenians um, surrounded it. Uh, Melos uh, took every uh, woman and child uh, hostage and killed all the men on the island, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get to pay, you don't get to sit this thing out, dude. It's never worked that way, mm-hmm. right? Every single state that's tried to sit it out has been destroyed every single time. The Egyptians underneath Anwar Sadat, Anwar Sadat's assassinated. In the Congo, in Zaire, nation's leaders assassinated after it. Burkina Faso, its nation's leaders assassinated for not uh, participating with either Soviet or Western powers, right? You do not ever get to sit this out. In Indonesia, underneath uh, uh, Sukarno, Sukarno is assassinated and replaced with Suharto, a pro-Western politician, right? Mm-hmm. In Afghanistan, uh, a third power, like a third power, uh, the uh, monarchy is assassinated and replaced with Marxist politicians, right? Then uh, being aligned with the Soviets. You never, ever get to sit it out. That's not the way the game is played, mm. ever. Or else you risk destruction in its complete and total form. And history speaks for itself. Man, I thought I was going to get you this time. No. I was like, no, actually, we can do the the, right thing. It's like, no, no, you can't do the right thing. There is no agency in that regard. You either are top dog or you're a big bitch. But is China a big bitch? No. They they are our counterpart, right? They they are the rival. They are that new Soviet Union, right? And they're going to form their little block eventually. Um, Right now, they are still in the inward-facing nation, you know, but... Eventually, you know, they're gonna become realist and they're gonna start expanding that empire. Yeah, mm-hmm. they already like have um, major ports built in Greece, Australia, uh, Italy, um, like Serbia, I think, or um, one of like the countries over there. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. Uh, expanding, it's yeah. and the, the entire notion is that we must act, we must destroy, and we must win every single time. That's the way it works. But it just seems so like monkey brain it's like why don't we stop being monkeys the, and, and stop so, acting like monkeys so outside of domestic situations right Dome- in domestic politics is where i think ideology actually exists and like you can like still do that right 
but in international systems, right, it is a naturally anarchistic system from the get. Yeah. There's no such thing as like, for example, there's um, J- John Mearsheimer um, does this really good book called the, Li- the Liberal Delusion, right? Where he talks about how like this conception of rights, right? Is this thing that is just non-existent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist, right? It is something that's fought for by individual people in their nations, right? Mm-hmm. But on a global scale, it is never something that will ever exist. International human rights is something that does not exist, right? Mm-hmm. It is something that is used as leverage of power by other political bodies, right? That's what it's always been, mm-hmm. right? It is a nat- It is like fundamentally an anarchistic system from the get. Do you see any possibility of like one world government kind of thing Communist. happening? Yeah, the they, communists. They, 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 they are the only ones that could do it. Yeah. Why is that? Why can't the Americans do it? Well, because uh, we believe in that capitalist marketplace with like individual actors. You, you, yeah, you, we could do that, but just take over everybody. No, I don't think so. I think it like uh, it leaves room for like. You, Fundamentally, you still well, need. Because I'd, I'd say it's almost like we're sort of doing that now with kind of like democracy. In like, it's sort of the same thing of like, right? The Soviet states are still well, sort of their own states, sure. but they're still like they they believe in the ideology, and then they kind of attach to the big conglomerates. Like the people who believe in de- democracy, yeah, like Israel, so, are kind of de facto attached to the United States, yeah, and they're so kind of our colonies, but less well, it's, controlled. It's on. Like, I mean, it's not what we do now, but like the, the level of control you talked about earlier. Like, you know, well, how can we do a one world government? Mm-hmm. That one world government would come through. Like, when I think what you're saying is this, like outright control over all these countries, right? That would have to be a communist state, 100. percent Yeah, it's the only. It's mm-hmm. the only uh, system I think that could reasonably do it. Because yeah. we can't really get outright control, <laughs> but like partial yeah. control. I mean, well, sure. Yeah, be... I mean, like you can like have suzerainty, right? But like, because isn't that almost more like a United States sort of federalist? Like, you don't have absolute control over the states, but you have enough control to kind of be one. Yeah, I mean, thing. that's like what we do now. So uh, couldn't you? So like, yeah, make Israel a state, quote unquote, or you know, make the UK a state, and they do their own weird thing in that state versus you know, I mean, we, UK we, man. We practice our influence already. Yeah, but really. I'm saying that's how we kind of take over the world. Versus um, communism taking over the world. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the. I guess the level of control is like significantly different. Yeah, like mm. in this like communist state, you just get to like pick and choose everywhere. Wait, but like I the, mean, the would capital. it be good to do that? Do you think? No, <laughs> I don't believe in that shit. No. You don't believe in taking over the world? Uh, then we always win forever. No, well, it doesn't always work. Well, like it'll that. break yeah. up probably like, unless yeah. we fight the aliens. The, 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 yeah, the, the big issue like a lot of the colonialist states kind of ran into is that you can't occupy people. Mm. Like they, they lose their fucking mind after a while. Yeah, they have to want it. Dude, sovereignty is everything, man. Like it is like the like prime motivator in that indomitable human spirit that we all have. Like mm. every single time, it, it it literally makes people do the craziest shit. There's nothing else in the world, not even religion that touches sovereignty sovereignty will always be the biggest thing that everyone naturally you mean the sentiment of fuck you i do what i want yeah uh, no no like just on a political level the idea for me and my peoples to make their own political decisions Mm. it is what drives fucking just massive like wars genocides all that stuff it is like this the most like innate human nature thing i think that can ever exist yeah it's like the one time i get to naturalism absolutely yeah it's the thing we all possess like, oh. Our people want to decide. Yeah, like, we don't want the other people to tell us. We don't yeah, want the British telling we, we us as Indians want, what to do. Yeah, we don't want the emperor in a faraway land to like decide what's best for us, right? No, absolutely not. But isn't that kind of the the 
again, like going back to like just applying the United States system of like, oh, I don't want some king in D.C. telling me what to do over in Alaska. But then you send your representative. Well, yeah. So couldn't you do that? No, kind of I, I don't think so. Plan it wide. I think the United States, like, it would just be like too much to, to handle. Well, I mean, I don't think, you know, it would have to be something larger like the, than the United States. Almost like well, the U.N. being <laughs> leveled up. No, I don't think that's ever going to happen. The United happen. Federation. It, yeah, it, it necessitates, like, uh, participation. Well, it would, like, people would, yeah, they would have to volunteer for it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Out of necessity. Oh. Which, I guess, is kind of the, like, oh, if it's now the West versus the Axis of Evil, yeah, the Federation no. versus the Axis, no. could that be the catalyst for abs- taking absolute control? Uh, I think nations would, like, not join unless they have veto power, which is one of the big things that happened with the formation of the United Nations, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the Soviets refused to join it unless they had a, a portion of veto power, mm-hmm. and then they got it, and that's what makes the United Nations so ineffective, because these states just continually veto each other, uh, for good reason, of course, right? Like, should the Russian Federation just, like, take it on the chin? Absolutely fucking not. What? Like, if you're a Russian, would you want that your government to, like, say, you cannot invade Ukraine? Fuck, fuck no. Are you serious? That's crazy. Could you, like, they, they just imagine wrapping your head around that. Imagine if, like, let's say, for example, we got, like, 9-11 happens, mm. right? And the United Nations says you cannot hunt, you cannot initiate the global war on terror. Mm. What would you feel? What the yeah, fuck? fuck you. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Like, I it, mean, now it's like, okay, we went there for oil. Yeah, well, um, I don't know if it's oil. We went there to kill Saddam. Yeah. Because of oil? No. I think we wanted security of, like, the oil sources. He was causing trouble. We, we wanted, wanted something stable. to kill Saddam because we wanted to influence power into Iran. What do you mean? Like, we wanted was, influence in Iran back? So, remember, Iraq is a, like, you know, a predominantly Shia country mm-hmm. as well, right? It has a lot of Shia influence. We wanted to use these Shia clerics that we had alliances with to protrude their influence into Iran to make it more susceptible to a revolution that we could incur. Mm. There's a lot of documents to corroborate this. Because I thought it was more like... It's never been about oil. All the states were... All, like In my mind, it's like, no. there's all this oil over there, and then everybody sitting on top of it is arguing for all their reasons mm. that we don't really give a shit about. But wars are starting with Iraq and Iran, or, or yeah, yeah. you know, they're enemies, and then Saudi Arabia is kind of enemies <laughs> of both of them. And it's like, all right, we got to pick one and just... Like, we're buddies with Saudi Arabia. We're going to frame Iran, kneecap Iran. Saudi's going to give us the oil. We got, you know, the little boys, Kuwait, Qatar, and Bahrain, who are going to pump us some oil, too. They're all chill. Everybody's kind of peaceful. Give us the fucking oil. It was never about the petrodollar. Because I thought it was all about the petrodollar. Like, that is is power. Energy is power. Energy is literal power. If you want anything done, you have to have energy. The petrodollar thing is, like, um, the most conspiratorial form of it when, like, there is so much good documentation now to show, like, what the government was thinking and just how, like, fucking stupid they were the entire time. It was just animosity against Iran? No, against Iraq. Uh, because so well, oh, well, no, but, but they yeah, yeah, were yeah. Try, to, to they tried to, they wanted yes, to hurt Iran, and this is their only tool After to do the so. After the hostage crisis happened, the United States fucking firmly accepted the fact that they needed to get rid of the, the Ayatollah Khamenei's uh, regime. Mm. Yeah, one hundred percent. But now, at the time. look at this now. I think it's still. I think it's still underway, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you look at all yeah. these politicians, including Nikki bro. Haley. As soon as as soon as Israel had their yeah, thing, yeah. people are people are said like, oh yeah, Hamas sucks. Because they're Iran. Yeah. Let's go fucking I mean, to war it's, with it's Iran. Still it's like, underway, bro. What? What dude, the fuck dude, are you dude, talking about? This is the way you know that, like, Saddam was in the sights, like, from the get, okay? When 9 11 happens, okay? They CNN brings on this fucking White House advisor, or, like, ex White House advisor, and he goes, 
you know, um, this is definitely an attack on us, uh, and I would definitely be looking for different groups, but especially Iraq. And like it was like, like, you know, like everyone knew, like you know, this is something that was like set from the the uh, like the early days. I mean, do you think it is the same thing of like a convenient? Catastrophe rather than a plan, you know. No, it was planned. It was. Planned. You think that 9/11 is an inside job? Oh no 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 no. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. No 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 Like when I said a convenient catastrophe, it's like we're waiting for somebody to do some stupid shit, and then as soon as it happens, we're gonna go. Yeah, I think I think 9/11 was 100 percent like like a convenient catastrophe in that regard. Yeah, like it was it was like the just perfect. It was the perfect Cassis Belly for the United States to knock out Iraq, which I mean they they were already considering doing. Like they already had like a revolution plan to be done in Iraq at the time. They were going to use this guy named uh, this fucking bum uh, named Ahmed Chalabi. Someday I'm gonna have to like send you a Wikipedia article about this guy because dude, this guy was just like fucking crazy. He was the most unreliable fucking dude we've ever had in the intelligence system, bro. This guy, for example, defrauded the Lebanese bank for like uh, like two billion francs or some bullshit like that, and then we're like. That's our man. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what's happening? Yeah, we no, know what he wants. Dude, it's crazy. Like you got to listen to um, they're kind of like a, they're a leftist group, which sucks. But you got to listen to Blowback. It's like a really, really good podcast. Mm. Yeah, it's like about um the American Empire. All right, like okay, what like what reading is necessary to at least have the have the information you have. Not necessarily to agree. I'd much prefer to disagree, but I'd at least like to have the information to be able to go tit for tat. Um, so we're gonna have to wrap up in six. Um, right. But so the best books I recommend is basically um, like anything by John Mearsheimer is like probably your first step. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend video. I think that's best, which is uh, John Mearsheimer, the uh, uh, what is it, the Great Liberal Delusion, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, this the. Is there a video on that? Yes, it's, okay. a, it's an hour twenty one minutes. It's, oh, it's not, it's not a movie or not a book. No, no, it's, it's a lecture. Yeah, it's perfect. It's so good, bro. I'm gonna, like, you gotta after this, you give, give me stuff already. Every now. single time, bro, dude, um, it's so good. Like when I watched that video, it was like the greatest thing ever. Like I was like, like hooting, hollering like the entire time. What do you think? This is kind of a, a straying away from politics a little bit, um, but um, have you ever heard of oh, what's his name, Michael Rupert? No. Collapse, peak oil. I don't talk about it like yeah, collapse I'm, stuff now. No. I'll never be like that type of person now. I was gonna say, I mean, I'm a winner. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat nature. Do you trust me? Like, I mean, I believe humanity will always find a way. I mean, we can find a way, but I'm saying, like, this is definitely gonna be, a, I think, a stumbling block. Sure. Just in, like, because, I mean, peak oil has been predicted multiple times, and people, you know, it's the same thing as the apocalypse. Wait, yeah. is peak oil, like, um, like ceiling of, like, oil production? Peak oil is, yeah, we're gonna reach the halfway point, point where oil production is only gonna decrease, and our dependence on oil yeah. is gonna cause us to be like, oh, if you look at how much we have grown because of our reliance on oil is not sustainable because yeah. it presumes infinite growth. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, do you do you give any credit to that idea? Like, what I, mean, do you... I think it's always possible. I just think that we'll like, figure out a way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an optimist. When I mean, well, I never give up. I mean, know? there's definitely people know the way, but it's a lot of people die. Well, I don't think I don't even think it's going to necessarily mean war. Yeah. I mean, I think war is going to be a. I think a natural by byproduct. What I'm saying is like, I mean, I mean, I guess it's it's not your domain, right? But, oh, yeah. but the the it's just the the idea is kind of like 
we can afford this many humans because we have so much energy. And the moment the energy goes down, it's like... Well, the population's already decreasing, so, I mean, it's... Yeah, which I, you know, we can get even more conspiratorial if you want. But DeVos. Uh, hey, bro, Monsanto has its reasons, <laughs> you know. Put the plastics in everything. It's better. We want them to die. Oh, mRNA vaccines. Yeah, we want uh, less people. It's great. We want the I population. Mean, wouldn't that work in the, the long run with all the clubs? I mean, right? no, that's, I mean, that's why I'm getting conspiratorial. Like, uh, when you connect together, it's like, we have too many, we have an unsustainable amount of people with the current amount of energy production that we have. <laughs> And then you look like we're having a lot less yeah. people. It's like, huh, yeah, maybe true. the elites have figured it out. I mean, you know, and it gets a little, like, crazy conspiracy yeah. of, like, George Soros saw it all along. <laughs> Put the plastic so we don't all nah, die. I don't think so. But, no. I mean, it is kind yeah. of like, um, I mean, I don't know if you've met people like this, but they're they're not poor, but they live paycheck to paycheck in their lifestyle yeah. of, like, buy cars that are you know living beyond their means they have a car that's too expensive they live in too nice of an apartment they buy video games and bullshit all the time and the moment that oh you lost your job it's like i can't afford any of this without constant income yeah it's like that with people it's like we're buying we have so many people and so much like you know food production has gone sky high right and that's because we just pump a bunch of fucking petroleum yeah. into it basically you know farm powering the tools yeah. with all the natural chemicals that make all the food possible all the shipping the food around and all that bullshit uh, and GMOs and so on and so forth and it's like okay the moment we run out of petroleum to spray yeah. and fertilize all this shit it's like none of that food's gonna grow anymore and then it's like we were, we're not able to feed you know the 8 billion people that we now have it's like alright we gotta go back how many people can we really feed and, and, and you know people if depending on who you ask we'll say a rough number of 1 billion it's like yeah. well where do the other what 7 go million? yeah it's gonna be a lot of so, a lot of loss of life but I guess that's not really you know I mean if you wanna play with that we could play with that real I'll, quick last I'll, couple minutes I'll look it up for sure okay yeah. um, but, I mean do you have any closing thoughts then since we gotta um, go um hmm well, obviously, uh, <laughs> vote for the Democratic Party yeah, in 2024. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Got a shill. Got a shill. There's nothing wrong with Joseph Biden's mental faculties. Sharp as a tag. I like that. Sharp as a tag. Sharp as a tag. God. Um, well, I think the big thing, though, is... Um, Buy a gun. War well, is coming. Yeah, I mean, I always advocate the Second Amendment. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, well, I, can, I, 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 I can, step away from my colleagues in that regard. I can yeah. dance with that. Okay. Um, you know, at least you're not a total, always, you know, uh, no, like, blue no matter who, or no, what, you know, no, the equivalent to that, yeah, ideologically. I mean, like, if I ever got elected, which I, I'm never going to try to really do, but, um, yeah, <laughs> firearms would be, like, They all big, say that. You know, honestly, like, uh, the big issue I have is that, like, I just have never understood the anti-gun stuff. Like, uh, I, I can never really wrap my head around people it. People kill people with guns. I don't know it's, if you knew that. Yeah. People don't want to die. You know, pe- people die. Yeah, I, mean. I mean, it's the same thing as you talked about, like, bullshit policies that don't really matter. Yeah. It's it's a wall. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't I mean, want Mexicans to put that, a wall. That, I don't that, want people to the die. Guns thing, though, the guns thing, is, like, almost politically unviable for the Democratic Party. It's like... It's not good at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is it's kind not of... popular. It's like, I mean, there's a reason why the Biden administration's done nothing with it, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, and the Obama administration did nothing with it. Yeah, everybody wants to keep their uh, mouth shut. The Clinton administration just... did, did it once, I think. I guess you could leave it to the states, right? Leave it to Florida up in their, their uh, gun think, ownership I, I, age. I think it's a constitutional right. I think what's, uh, Florida, what Florida did was the right move. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is kind of back to the mental health, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's what everybody, that's the Republican move is, I, is I, focus on mental health. I don't even think it's Focus that. on like, the root cause. We shouldn't just, we shouldn't focus on guns at all. I mean, that's like but the perfect I mean, world. like school shootings. It's like, why? 
It's a statistic externality. Yeah, it's it's like, just it's gonna like, happen statistically. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like it's the it's the consequence. It's the it's the cost of doing business in a gun owning culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was over a little something better than that. Yeah, I mean, cost I, of doing business. Oh well, that's. I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. I like, walk like, away be, with a smile. Yeah, pe- pe- people are gonna die. School shooting's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's cost of business. It, oh, okay. Like you can build up security apparatus to protect that. It's right? a lot yeah. nicer to say that it's the, you know like a psychological epidemic because you could say like oh in the seventies we didn't have school shootings talk, which maybe yeah. it's a, a matter of population right well, the population yeah, was substantially smaller but it is curious to say like you know this is a relatively new thing of public shooting population access to firearms yeah, i like mean people have always had access to guns it's like the access to the certain types of firearms that's the thing that democrats i guess get right like look i'll tell you one thing right the democrats are right that mass shootings would go down if guns were banned right but i just say mm. it's not that big an issue it's not that deep you know like uh <laughs> i mean it's say the same for the trans thing i think it's it's not that deep oh no that that one is very deep yeah that's deep but yeah. random people getting yeah. randomly shot in schools isn't that the, deep the the dat like the consistent what? deaths that would come from not allowing people to uh, medically transition uh is significantly higher than that of the statistic externality uh of that of um more people die <laughs> trans and die from guns yeah yeah, yeah. correct I don't know. I, especially in one retort I heard for your argument of like, well, okay, not, not not more than guns, but more than like school shootings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but the the one rebuttal to the like, we fund trans care to keep them from killing yeah, themselves yeah. is that there's a huge amount of people who get trans care and kill themselves. So the, where's well, the return they, on they, investment? They, that was when they did the um, the bottom surgeries and stuff. We're talking about CRT. Or not CRT. Um. So only give them hormones if you want the rest. You got to pay for it yourself. Well, the rest of the stuff is not what they want. It's just hormones. Yeah. You just just give them hormones. Yeah, like hormones are like a great like uh, turnover rate for people with gender dysphoria. Yeah, it's like it. You'd like I mean, it's I it really why. It, it, it's almost sure for, because it's a mental illness, bro. Like I, we don't need yeah, but it doesn't. I don't. It almost seems like I vibe maybe even it's almost placebo of like oh you're doing something. It's not. It's not. There's like the medical documentation. There's a reason why they put in the DSM, right? Like, and there's a reason why that they like use this as a treatment. It works. Like, it, 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 yeah, but why? There's a reason why oh, it works. It, it, I don't know that it's chemistry. like because they no, need it, estrogen. It, it, it's the brain chemistry. Yeah. I don't. That doesn't seem. That, that doesn't seem you like the up, right bro. answer. Fine. I'll yeah. look it up, but, but to me, the answer of like. Oh, we get. We're going to do. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm super sorry. Uh, no, that's all good. Um, I mean, do you have like closing closing yeah, statements? Okay. Closing, closing statements. <laughs> um, everyone should look into uh, political realism in international relations. It's one hundred percent the best thing that you can ever really like, get your hands on. It'll wake you up uh, and get you out of the uh, some of the worst political thinking that is like uh, international liberalism that a lot of people think. Like people believe in like international human rights and stuff, but when you finally feel realize that those things don't actually exist, then I think that um, you'll be able to politically think in better ways so yeah that's what i have to say all right well matthew thank you it's never a pleasure having you on (laughs) i hope to talk to you again soon um you know rfk 2024 let's get it no (laughs) all right free me (laughs) all right kiss kiss love love bye everybody